Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on VHHA.com and on popular podcast hosting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many others. Episodes of the podcast also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, and 820 a.m. across Central Virginia. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. Again, that's PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. And since 2021 is an election year in Virginia, we're doing a special podcast spinoff series. We've invited every declared statewide candidate for the offices of governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general to participate and speak with healthcare voters about their campaign and ideas. Today, we're pleased to be joined by Andrea McClellan, a mother, businesswoman, community advocate, and a sitting member of Norfolk City Council. She's a Democratic candidate for lieutenant governor. And with that brief introduction, welcome to the program, Andrea. Thanks, Julian. Thanks for having me. Well, we appreciate you being with us during a busy campaign season. So, Andrea, I just gave a a brief sort of summary of who you are, but I'm sure that just scratches the surface. So I'd like to give you an opportunity to speak more about your background and credentials and also to make your case for why you consider yourself the best candidate for the Democratic nomination for lieutenant governor. Thanks, Julian. So, yeah, I'm calling in from Norfolk, Virginia, where I represent 125,000 Virginians in my role in the Norfolk City Council, which is actually the largest constituency of anybody running in this race. I have uh, 30 years of experience from the private sector, nonprofit leadership, and the public sector, and looking forward to putting all that to work as a lieutenant governor on day one and with a goal of creating more equitable access to opportunity for all Virginians. I think I understand some of the challenges that Virginians face having been raised by a single mom who juggled multiple jobs to make ends meet growing up. Certainly appreciate all the work that you all have been doing as an association to help expand Medicaid access. Personally, I experienced somebody who didn't have access to health care growing up. Um, my dad, after he left, moved to Florida and unfortunately never had health care and unfortunately passed away at the age of 56 when he was diagnosed with lung, liver, and colon cancer that had metastasized from melanoma that had never been checked because he didn't have health insurance. So I appreciate, respect, and understand on a personal level the need to make sure that all Virginians have access to good quality health care. Hi, I'm Julie Dime, VHHA Vice President of Government Advocacy. They say there's an election every year in Virginia, and 2021 is no exception. In November, voters will choose Virginia's next governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, as well as district representatives for all 100 seats in the House of Delegates. Before that, though, there are party nominating contests this spring. On May 8th, Republicans will hold an unassembled convention with voting locations across the state to elect nominees for three statewide offices. Participating in the process requires people to apply to be a convention delegate with their local GOP unit. Delegates will cast ranked choice ballots to determine the nominees. One month later, on June 8th, voters will select Democratic nominees for statewide offices in a primary election open to all registered voters. That same day, voters from both parties will determine nominees in the House of Delegates district races with intra-party contests. Visit the Virginia Department of Elections website to learn more about upcoming elections. And with those important elections on the calendar, your contribution to HOSPAC, VHHA's Political Action Committee, is more important than ever to support candidates who will work to improve health care in Virginia and support the critical work of hospitals and health systems. Any contribution, small or large, helps. Please visit VAHOSPAC.com to contribute. That's V-A-H-O-S-P-A-C.com to contribute. Thanks so much! Well, I appreciate you sharing uh, that personal anecdote. Uh, And you mentioned Medicaid expansion. 
Andrea, as you know, the Commonwealth has made great strides on improving healthcare access and affordability in recent years, such as through the 2018 passage of coverage expansion, through a law ending surprise medical bills, the recent approval of a reinsurance program to lower rising health insurance premiums that Virginians face, policies and actions to respond to the COVID pandemic, and so much more. Looking ahead, if you are elected lieutenant governor, how would you leverage the authority of that office to further advance the healthcare system in Virginia? There are a couple of areas that I'd love to focus on. One of the things that I've done locally has been really looking at how can we expand access to affordable, high-speed broadband. And how that relates to healthcare is in this pandemic, we've seen so many people who've had to access their healthcare providers through telehealth, telemental health. And there have been waivers created to allow for that to happen and, and parity for, for payment to service providers. And I'd like to see that that be extended um, and, and provided full time because I think particularly in our rural areas and other areas where people just can't get to the doctor's office to be able to have access to that vital service is really, really important. Uh, the other area that I'd love to consider and lean into is the issue of addiction care as well as expanded mental health services. I think certainly in this pandemic, we've seen an uptick of, of folks who need that, and it's going to continue to be a need throughout our community, throughout the Commonwealth. So I'd love to focus on that area as well. As you note, demand for telehealth and virtual consults during social distancing and the COVID pandemic have certainly been on the rise, and there are issues related to reimbursement parity for those services. So that's one issue that uh, we've been very much engaged in. And then, as you mentioned, looking at substance abuse, uh, mental health challenges, demand for those services have been going up both during the pandemic, but even before the pandemic. And so that's another area where there's a lot of focus in healthcare policy. So I appreciate you focusing on those two issues. If people want to learn more about your candidacy, is there a website or social media accounts where you direct them to learn more about you and to get engaged potentially? Yeah, definitely. So the website is Andrea for Virginia. It's Andrea spelled with an I, A-N-D-R-I-A-F-O-R, Virginia spelled out, dot com. Certainly take a look at for my social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. Just Google or, or search on uh, at Andrea McClellan, A-N-D-R-I-A, McClellan, M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N, and we'd love to engage with you. And we should point out for the benefit of listeners that this year, Democratic candidates for the statewide offices of governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general, there is a primary election that's open to all Virginia registered voters. That date for that election is June 8th, but in fact, early voting starts this month and actually begins in a few days. Just want voters to be and listeners to be aware of those upcoming opportunities to participate in the yeah. process. And then to close out the podcast, Andrea, a fun personal question that we ask all of our guests. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, one album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with a trio of women as I am running to become the first female lieutenant governor in Virginia's history. Um, I will go with Pride and Prejudice, uh, My Fair Lady. I couldn't sleep tonight, not for all the jewels in the crown. I could have danced all night, I could have danced all night, and still have been. And uh, an album or streaming of Grace Potter. And the Nocturnals. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. A fun fact, her sister, uh, Charlotte Potter, was the head of the glass department at the Chrysler Museum of Art and now runs the Barry Art Museum in Norfolk. So she, Grace Potter has a connection to the 757. Interesting. I did not know that. Well, you learn something new every day. Well, listen, I want to uh, thank you for joining us today and for sharing some of your thoughts and insights and for sparing a few moments during a busy campaign season. And with that, that's going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so that you know when new episodes are available. And we want to once again thank our guest, Andrea McClellan, a member of Norfolk City Council and a Democratic candidate for Lieutenant Governor of Virginia for joining us today. So thank you. Thanks, Julian.